Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Tox picking it up. Let's go. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court, Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. We got a couple of notes. Things breaking for the uh, Razorbacks. One, Fort Smith Southside offensive lineman Kobe Branham has committed to Arkansas. So Arkansas picks up another commitment for the 2024 class, and it's another young man from the state of Arkansas. So congratulations to Kobe Branham for deciding to be a Razorback. And just minutes ago, the SEC has released the 2023-2024 men's basketball opponents in Arkansas. Here's Arkansas. Arkansas will play the following teams in a home-and-home series in basketball. They are Georgia, LSU, Missouri, Texas A&M, and Kentucky. Arkansas gets a home-and-home with Kentucky for the second straight year. That's pretty cool. That, To me, just looking... uh, offhand at it and without doing a lot of research you got to like the home and home with georgia kentucky lsu missouri and a&m i mean georgia's been struggling lsu's been struggling missouri's been struggling a&m i think they're going to have another good team i like what buzz is doing there and of course we feel like kentucky would be pretty good but that's great i love a home and home with kentucky arkansas will have home games against auburn south carolina tennessee and vanderbilt they go on the road to play alabama Florida, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. So they got a couple tough ones in there with Alabama and Florida. Uh, Ole Miss, uh, Chris Beard will not be coming to Fayetteville. I just realized that. They'll go to Ole Miss and play this year. Uh, So it's the second straight year and just the third time since Arkansas joined the SEC that they will play Kentucky in a home-and-home. So that's kind of the uh, highlight of the 2023-2024 basketball season for the men. A home-and-home with Kentucky. That's a look at your red-white report. We're going to talk a little bit about this golf tournament with Rodney Peel. He joins us now. He is, uh, once again, running this great show. You've done it again. You pulled it off again. Congratulations. Glad the weather uh, cooperated. Got to store my way last night and got a great day for golf. No, it is. Uh, you know, we were talking about it last night, watching that storm roll through. I was like, it's going to green up the course, that's for sure. It's going to be beautiful, maybe a little soft, and that'll help retain some shots and maybe some drives, keep them from rolling out, out of the fairway. But uh, And maybe help cool it down. It may be a little bit more humid, but, it, you know, that moisture helps a little bit. It does. It's a little steamy out. I've been out riding around with this morning's crew, um, and they are enjoying themselves. But, of course, it's a little wet, but it'll play well this afternoon. Are the are carts on path? or they're, uh, they're on path today. Okay. Uh, all day? All day. Afternoon, too? Yes. I already tried with the pro, and he said we had about an inch of rain, and uh, we're going to keep them on the path today. So. I'm going to hit it right next to the path then, hopefully. Smart move. <laughs> <laughs> How many teams do you end up having? I think we got about 46 uh, teams that are going to play today, probably about 50 or so that's paid. Uh, great turnout. Um, can't ask for any anything better, Wes. I mean, people have been so supportive of this tournament. The celebrities come in and participate. And it allows, you know, our sponsors and, and other members of the Hall of Fame to come out and meet some of the people they watch play and uh, just have a good time. 
It is a. It is. That's what it is. It's a. It's a great time, and to see these Hall of Famers come back, and uh, to. I mean, it, I love coming out here just because the people you see, you know, some of these Hall of Famers, and just get to say hi. Maybe I haven't seen maybe some of them in a, in a year, you know, since this time last year. But uh, I mean, like Coach DeBride just walking in right now, you know. It's, I'll, I'll see him at a baseball game from time to time, but I, I know I'm going to see him at this golf tournament, and that's that's one of the reasons I think people sign up to play in this thing. I certainly agree. Uh, it's great to be around these guys and hear some of the stories uh, the coaches tell and the players tell and just, you know, a good time for everybody to get get together and fellowship and, and enjoy one another. You know, these celebrities only come out once a year maybe, as you said, or, or the banquet and you know, we have two events a year and uh, they're both important to the foundation and it helps us support, you know, these inductees and future inductees going into the Hall of Fame. Coach DeBrian brought some uh, maybe some raffle prizes or is that, a, is that a prize for a team? I think those are door prizes so we try to you know make the tournament exciting and we have a lot of guys bring things back signed or unsigned and uh, we draw the names out of a hat and hope you're lucky how about that a baseball uh, bat signed by uh, coach DeBrine. there were some others on there i couldn't read who it was but maybe the coaching staff of the uh, diamond hogs maybe some players or whatnot but that's pretty cool just to have a door prize a chance to win that Yes, great collection of things. Uh, we certainly appreciate those guys signing those items and, and, and donating them to the Hall of Fame for that purpose. What's the golf tournament mean for the Hall of Fame? It's one of our two fundraisers, Wes, and uh, it, like I said, it helps support the operations of the foundation and our, you know, our banquet and, and inductees, uh, and, and just maintain that operation and, and allow us to uh, honor these guys as they should be for all they've done in their respective sports and in the community. I see uh, some of the sponsors, the presenting sponsor this year, Fence Brokers. Uh, how many, and that, you know, so many familiar names and companies. You see that from year after year. It's you, 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 once they get involved, they want to stick around with this tournament. Uh, they've been very supportive. Uh, Chris has come along with us and been our presenting sponsor for the last couple of years. Uh, Rush and Linda Harding have been great. Uh, Mac has stepped in at Tito's and made a great presence uh, in the market and supported the Hall of Fame. Arvest, my employer, of course, I can't thank them enough for allowing me the time to come out and do this and supporting the event. And Greg Hatcher, you know, he's been here forever, past president. Potlatch, Farm Bureau, Delta Dental has been our lunch sponsor forever. So um, much appreciation to all our sponsors. And, and players. So. Yeah, I was about to say, in the teams, I bet uh, you have a lot of carryover year to year to year, same people signing up to want to play in this. Certainly do, um, and that's a big help. It gives us a good, solid foundation every year for the tournament. Um, it's not possible without the players, the companies that you know, allow the, the uh, players to come out and play and support them in this endeavor. Uh, great, great for the Hall of Fame. Do you get to play? I'm going to play this afternoon. Uh, I'm recovering from a knee replacement surgery about three months ago, so about my fourth time playing, so we'll see how it goes. How'd the surgery go? It went very well. Um, I'm getting around a little bit better, and uh, hopefully I'll be back to somewhat of me in, in a couple months. How is the uh, golf game after this? Well, we're about to find out. I've only played a couple times, uh, a couple scrambles, one time on my own ball, which wasn't so great, but enjoyed being out. How much better do you feel afterwards? I feel a lot better. I'm not in pain. You know, uh, quality of life has gotten better. And so as I get stronger with rehab and physical therapy, I think um, I won't regret the decision. I'm, I'm happy about it. You don't regret it right now? Well, I can't tell you that. <laughs> I mean, I missed a lot of golf. This season, a lot of bike riding. So, but um, I'm looking looking in the long run. Yeah. How how long did you have that knee? Well, I, I've been in pain for about ten years. Um, you know, I tore an ACL in college, my senior season of college, and that's just deteriorated over time. And so it was time to get it fixed, and um, just glad to have it done. Dr. Barnes did a great job, and I look forward to being, you know, out of pain, healthy, and able to do things I enjoy. For those that are listening that uh, didn't get to play this year, thinking about playing, what do they need to do to get uh, on a list or to find out more information so that they can maybe play in this next year? You know, it'll be posted on our website. We hadn't set the date yet. Uh, as we get closer to the tournament, then go out on our website and, and look, and it'll list our you know the date of our banquet as well as the date of the golf tournament. So you can reach out to the uh, Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame via email. Uh, I don't have a phone number handy, which I should. That's all right. Uh, but one of those two ways, reach out to our great executive director, Terry Conter-Johnson, a Hall of Famer herself, and uh, she'll get you all the information that you need. Rodney, thank you. 
We appreciate you having us out here, and and great job on uh, putting this together. I certainly appreciate your support from the buzz and uh, you playing, and uh, have a good day today. All right. Well, uh, we're going to get some of these uh, uh, celebrities on. I see Coach Z just walked in, got Coach Brian, so uh, it's going to be a a good show. Uh, That's why we come out, because of uh, the great content you guys just hand deliver to us. Well, make our jobs easy. It's a little slow in the sports world today, so I hope this helps. You got one big story, you know. You got Florida and LSU, and at least we got the men's basketball schedule kind of halfway released. At least we know who Arkansas is playing. That gives us a little content. Well, that's that's good. You know, basketball's coming, football first though. So uh, have a good day today, and we'll go visit and shake some hands, and uh, I'll see you on the course. Rodney, thank you. Good luck. Play well. Good luck with that knee. Thank you, Rodney Peel, joining us uh, from the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, as I, uh, we were just hitting on uh, the uh, list of men's basketball games. And since we got Coach Z, if I can get him over here in a second, I'll ask him real quick about this schedule. You got Arkansas with a home and home against Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Missouri, and Texas A&M. So that's one, two, three, four, five. That's ten of the games. Then they'll have home games only against Auburn, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. I, I mean. That's pretty. That's a great home schedule. When you throw in the other five that I just told you, to get Vanderbilt, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Auburn to come to Bud Walton Arena, and then the four road games that they will have, uh, besides the home and homes, uh, they'll go to Alabama, they'll go to Florida, they'll go to Ole Miss, and they'll go to Mississippi State. I, I tell you what, that's I think it's a very favorable games. schedule. Yeah, I, I don't like that 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 uh, group right there of home games. You think Alabama's going to be one of the top teams? Again. Yeah, that'll be a tough. Uh, one. Uh, Florida has um, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I like Riley Kugel. He's a returner. I think he'll be a draft pick next year. But outside of him, I'm not sure. I think uh, Ole Miss is going to be uh, better. Out, yes. Beard can do it uh, in Fast. one year. Now, yeah. Now, you know, I'm not saying they're, they're going to be a top ten team in the country in one year, but I think they'll be a competitive team in one year. Because defense, look, defense may, can win you a lot of games. And that's one thing when I know that, te- you know, because of what he's done at Little Rock, Texas Tech, and Texas, he'll have Ole Miss playing really good defense. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a tough game, a, a road game. And then Mississippi State. Yeah, they're going to play the same nearly every year. It's going to be a dogfight every time. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about defense in the state of Mississippi now, with those with those guys, and, and Ole Miss, Mississippi State. You could set that over under probably at like one ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be uh, a defensive battle, just a slugger night. Hey, you got a second, Coach? Let me ask you something, Coach Z. He just walked by. Stick on the headset. I mean, maybe I'm breaking this news to you. Have you seen the uh, the uh, men's basketball opponents that was just released? For uh, 2023-2024? No, I hadn't seen it yet. I knew it was supposed to come out this week. Yep. Not lined up with the date yet, I don't think. All right, here's the uh, home and home. I'll get So we get your initial reaction. Or do you already know? Have no, you been three weeks? of them will be the same every year. That's Missouri, LSU, and Texas A&M. Yeah, you nailed that. And then there will be uh, two more. There will be two more, and that rotates. So I don't know. I don't think it will be Kentucky because we just did them. So it will probably be Georgia or Florida. Um, it won't be Tennessee. Um so, I mean, it could be South Carolina, it could be Vanderbilt, it could be Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Alabama. So if, if I was to bet you 20 bucks it was Kentucky, you, you would uh, bet me? Since we just played them twice, I wouldn't think, but, you know, maybe they said, hey, that's a great TV game, let's make them do it again. So you're telling me we got Kentucky twice again. Got Kentucky twice that's again. Great. That's great news for us because we need the schedule. You need, you need to play good people. Wes, I don't know how good Kentucky's going to be. They've got these good young freshmen. This is an era of older kids. San Diego State's, Florida Atlantic's, uh, older teams. They 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 bail the most hay in March. And boy, you know, just the other day, Kentucky had eight scholarship guys, and and five of them are incoming freshmen. The, 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 the great freshman classes of one and duns and dominating in, in the nation with the transfer portal, those days are over. And that's why Coach Cal has struggled. Kentucky has uh, not, not been as good as Kentucky as they've been, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't been to a Final Four in a long time, so that's good for us. And uh, I will say this, they had a huge win in Bud Walton last year. They came in and beat us. That was a huge win for Kentucky. Coach Cal's had a good career. but So we got LSU, and then we got uh, Missouri. 
and uh, Texas A&M and Kentucky and one more. Georgia. There you go. You, you nailed that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're, uh, That's you're, a good one because you can, you know, you got a good chance hopefully to sweep those guys. Your four home game only will be against Auburn, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. That's, yeah, Tennessee, home only, that's good. Auburn is a tough place to play. That's good, home uh, only. Alabama, we have struggled there. Coach Muss has struggled there. there. Oh, we do go to Alabama. Yeah, the four okay. home were Auburn, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Okay, it's good to play Vandy at home. It's a weird place, and they played very well against us last year. So that's good. That's good home games there. The traveling games are Alabama. That's a tough one. Florida, Ole Miss, Beard, yeah. and Mississippi State. Yeah, and you know, Mississippi State, throughout our history, we've struggled there. That has not been a good place for us to play. Ole Miss, we generally go in there, we've about 50-50 winning, especially since they've opened a little small arena. We've done well there. Uh, Alabama is a a tough place to go. And then what about, we have South Carolina at home, you said? Because I think they'll be decent. I think they'll be decent. They're not going to be an NCAA tournament team, but they'll be decent. It's good to get them at home. So, initial reaction to the well, schedule? I think, I think it's very good. Uh, so much what we do comes down to those three teams that we play every year, Wes. And it, somebody like me, I'd like to go 6-0 and or 5-1 and against those, but you generally don't. So let's go 4-2. and But, you know, you'd like to let's, – let's try to go beat Missouri twice. They're going to have a brand-new team. LSU was at the bottom of the league last year, although they had a win against us. And then A&M's tough. Yeah. We generally beat A&M at home. We generally lose at A&M uh, with, with Coach Muss and Buzz. That's been the deal. We beat them in Fayetteville. They beat us there. And then Kentucky, uh, Rupp was, I've never seen Rupp like it was last year. It was about half empty, and there was just not a lot of excitement. We went in there and, and smacked them. So, you know, you got a chance to, to have some, to stack up some wins. Help me with the uh, transfers coming in. Who, who do I need to be excited about? Well, I really like Khalif Battle. He rises about two and a half feet up on his jump shot. He elevates. He can shoot it. I like Jeremiah Davenport when I saw him the other day. He's about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and he can step out and shoot pretty deep. Uh, I just watched him play once. L. Ellis is really good. He's not been on good teams, so this is perfect for Coach Muss. He's, he's listening to everything Coach Muss says, and Mo, Coach Muss can coach him hard, get on him, whatever he needs, and you've not been winning. Now you got to listen to me, and you can win. You can win big because you're a tiny 6'3", 6'4". He's a good-sized guard, Wes. Uh, Ellis is an athletic, big guard. He's just been on. I mean, Louisville, the great history of with 4-28. and 28. That's awful. That is awful. Yeah. And so he's got to get a winning mentality going for himself. Um, Tremont Mark, he can really play. He's got a little hitch in his shot, and he can really shoot it. You remember how Jamal Wilkes had a had that corkscrew that played for the Lakers, that corkscrew jumper, but he made yeah. it. He was a great shooter. I'm not saying Mark shoots it as good as Jamal Wilkes, and he doesn't corkscrew it like that, but he goes up with his left hand, and he kind of throws his elbow, and you, the first time you see it, like, ooh, that's a little hitch. And then he makes it, and he shoots it the same way. He's got a repeatable shot. He shoots it the same exact way with that same little hitch. And he was Houston's best player, our fourth best player last year. And the other guys are NBA guys. Mark's, he can, Mark can be here for two years. So he's going to be really good. But all those guys, Battle, Ellis, Davenport, Mark, those are older guys. These are 22, 23-year-old guys. Um, you know, you could, you're going to put Mikel out there. I mean, Makai out there. Makai's almost 23 years old. You know, uh, Jalen Graham, 22 years old, going to be 23 soon. I mean, you got some older guys to put with those transfers. And to me, that's that's textbook for Coach Muss. I think that's why he, he does better with older guys, transfers. We'll always take an Anthony Black. We'll always take the McDonald's All-Americans. I think down the road it'll be interesting to see how many other high school guys coach takes. I think he'd just rather take a 22, 23-year-old kid that's been somewhere for three or four years. Were you surprised? Uh, let me say this. I was surprised Jalen Graham came back. I saw at times yeah. the, the flashes and right. the offensive, but defensively he looked lost at times. and just. I just thought he was one of those guys that would just want to go somewhere else. He was the one that you kind of felt like would leave. Yeah. And for him to come back, and I think the coaches did a good job. You know, uh, you got to recruit your own players, and I do think Coach Musk could could foreshadow and see that I don't have an abundance of as many bigs as I did last year, especially after Mikel left, and so you you needed some more size. And then you know, hopefully Bay, you know, gets to to, to get here. He was the you know he's the one guy that hadn't been here yet. Um, 
And so I do think size, it's not a major issue. When I was at practice, you got two guys that are hurt that are going to be back by August, September that aren't out there, and they're both 6'10", 6'11". You know, so you, you know, so you got, with, you know, Brazil still forming and coming back, still getting back to it. So um, there's, there's still, there is size there. Makai was pretty good last year. And you put Brazil, who we missed from December 8th on, you put him out there. He's 6'10", 6'11", Bay Falls 6'11". Um, I do think it was good that the other day when he took another kid coming in, it's got a little bit of size. He's not a big scoring guy. Um, his brothers were really good at Memphis Lawson, but it'd be good to get, get him here. And uh, you know, Could he be like a Kamani Johnson? He's a little bit thinner. I don't know. He, he can. He tries to block shots. He's a pretty decent athlete. I don't think he moves side to side. Maybe as good as because Kamani could slide a little bit and move some. But possibly, I do think we'll miss a little bit of Kamani because he was a banger. And there was games Kamani didn't play, and then there was games Kamani was the hero, like mm-hmm. against San Diego State, a Final Four team. Um, but it's going to be interesting. I do know that they're battling. Those guys are battling right now because they know they're not. They didn't wake up and not know that he's probably going to play eight guys. And I do think that this year's eight will be just like last year's eight, where it'll be a changing eight. That eight's not going to happen in mm-hmm. November and stay. It's going to be more like the years. I, I, I don't think it's going to be like it was two years ago, where January 15th, Trey Wade moves in, and those eight stayed those eight the rest of the year, and everybody else was SOL. I think I think this year will be like last season, that those eight guys will be really about 10 or 11. And sometimes you'll be in the top eight. Kamani or or Jalen last year, and uh, and sometimes you won't be in the top eight, and you'll you won't get to play. I mean, there was times Makai Mitchell didn't play. There was times he started and starred. There was times uh, Mikael started and starred and came off the bench. There was times he didn't hit the floor. There was times Jalen Graham scored 26 points. There was times he didn't hit the floor. I think you'll still see some of that. I think that that eight will be now L. Ellis and Devo and those guys will be in the top eight. They're, they're going to be there. Uh, Trevin Brazil is going to be in that top eight. Makai Mitchell is going to be in that top eight. Uh, Battle is going to be in that top eight. Um, so the mother guys are going to have to battle. They're going to have to fight to, to make sure they get their spot. Joe's opinion, people like that. When you, uh, we get the calls all the time. They're like, well, "Why didn't so and so playing?" You know, mm-hmm. he just started, and then right. a couple games. And now he's not even seeing the court. Yeah, is that practice? Is that what? No, is this, or is it matchups? I think it's a little bit matchups. I think it's a little how they're playing. Um, I think it's coaches' cut decisions sometime and what he thinks. Um, I don't think it's they, they do you know they practice obviously but they don't there's not a ton of scrimmaging and that's generally where in practice you pass somebody or that's why sometimes it's hard to move up mm-hmm. because you're not doing a lot of scrimmage you can still practice hard you can still get better you can still shine in drills you can shoot, still be the first one to get this drill done or that drill done but when when it's not as much scrimmage based um, I, I don't. I've never heard coach really say this guy's practicing a lot better. I'm moving him in over this guy, but I do think that's part of his gut feeling. He sees him in practice. He sees him making shots. He did that with Jackson Robinson two years ago. Yeah. He wasn't playing him. Jackson was playing well in practice, shooting well. Next thing you know, he started. Remember, he had about five or six game stretch. He yeah. started, and then he was back out of the rotation. I just think that's how coach must coaches the basketball team. There are going to be some guys in and out. Unless you're Devo, you're going to be in and out. Who you got tonight? Um, I was listening to you as I drove in from Fayetteville, and you were doing a good. You guys have a great show, and uh, I do like. I think it was maybe you said the morning guys had a an LSU or Florida, or because I've been asking people that just as I talked to Florida, LSU, or I don't care. And up there in Fayetteville, a lot of I don't cares, but I'm kind of like you. I've got some family members that went to LSU because of vet school. They're Little Rock and North Little Rock people, and so I'll probably root for LSU. I think um, I don't I don't have a love for LSU by any stretch, and I sure don't have one for Florida, but. It's been a good series. It's been very interesting. That game yesterday was an absolute beatdown. And then the day before LSU, I like some of those tougher old big guys that LSU's got. I think it's going to be a battle. LSU's pitching though worries me. I think they're. I think they're. I don't know if they're going to have enough. If they can get something out of Skeens, they can. They have a chance to win. Florida though yesterday, West, they look like they popped too, and they look like a confident team, and they may just continue that today. Well. You think about those hitters. They've been at the College World Series with that wind howling in at their yeah. face. 
and it's uh, I've said it, it's like a golfer. You're on yeah. the tee box, and that wind's right in your face. Yeah. You don't swing the same way. Right. It messes with you. It messes with you. And it messes with the baseball guys. Yeah. And I'm going to ask Coach DeBrine about that, yeah. too. But yesterday, yeah. the wind was howling out. Going and they took 20, advantage of and they, it. And you just saw different hitters. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they, it was like they – and then they hit that first one, and there's a big weight lifted oh, yeah. off, their, off their back. And that and, grand slam was incredible. It oh. just kind of floated. He just popped it up. He just popped it up. Right it down was the line. Right, okay. the only place it could have gone out. Yeah, you got to get out of here. I know hey, you got things to do. I wanted no, to ask uh, Coach. Thanks for having me on. Can I ask Coach yeah. Z a question real quick? Sure. What do you think of the uh, Arkansas guys getting drafted and where they got drafted to? Well, Christian, that's a good question. I thought it was a good draft. It was a great draft for Anthony Black. My goodness, if you go six, wow, second college player. Pitt, tremendous draft for him. His mom, Jennifer, great people, and it's a good place for him to go, Orlando. I thought it was a great draft for uh, Jordan Walsh. Um, I thought Jordan should come back, and he would have a chance to be a top 15, maybe a lottery guy, top 20 for sure. Um, but he stuck it out. He bet on himself, and he's going to a good place. Boston, he's going to make that team, so he made the right decision. Now, Ricky, I wish would have came back. He didn't get drafted. Good for him getting the two-way. I wish he was coming back with name, image, and likeness now. And then with Nick, you know, it was it was, it was was tough to see. I felt for him, but he landed. There's no pressure on him now. He can just get after it. Brandon Miller's going to have the pressure on him as the number two pick. He can go there. He don't have to be the star, and he can fit in in Charlotte. I wish he'd have gone before 27. This is a young man that was projected at number three a year ago. So you hate to see that kind of drop, especially you hate to see that kind of drop when it's somebody you know and you see and you get to know during the course of the one one uh, year he was with us up there. So I hated it for him. But he's got a chance to make all that money back and more. If he has a great three years here, that contract will explode. And then this early money that he lost from being 27 instead of three won't matter as much. So I felt for Nick, but uh, he's going to be a good player. He's got an NBA-type game, and I think he'll do well for Charlotte. You think that's a, a, a plus that he's with Brandon Miller, someone that he knows, yeah. and they're such yes. good friends? Yes, they, they have a relationship. I think that's going to ease the burden on Nick. He's not the star. He came here with a lot of expectations. He came here like you've got to be the star. I had a guy ask me last summer if I thought Nick would be the greatest Razorback basketball time of all, player of all time. And I, Nick's a great player. But I looked and I said, I think Nick's going to be a one and done. He's like, yeah, what do you think he'll be the great? I said, well, if he's, we've had some great ones. And if you're going to be the greatest in one year, we kind of need to go 40 and 0. Yeah, there's and only one thing to, you can do. There's only one thing you can do. Win it all. Win it all. And so now, that's the kind of pressure Nick faced. And he's a great young man. He's a good good person. And so I'm anxious for him. But there was high expectations of, of him coming into Arkansas. So it is what it is. Coach, thank you. All right, guys. Enjoyed it. Thanks, Wes. Hey, play well. Always. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I don't burn up. <laughs> Drink water. Turn his mic off. I turned my mic off. Left his on. It's Matt Zimmerman joining us. I'm going to go try to find Coach DeBrian. He was walking around here talk some baseball with him. How about that? Talk Florida, LSU, Razorback baseball with Coach DeBrian, the Hall of Famer. We'll take a break. I'll look uh, for Coach DeBrian. That's next. You're in the zone. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Sports Center. Yesterday in the College World Series, Florida evened up the series 1-1 with LSU winning 24-4. It was a men's College World Series record for runs scored. Game 3 in the final game of the 2023 College World Series is tonight at 6 p.m. TV coverage is on ESPN. Radio coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. In Major League Baseball this weekend, the Angels beat the Rockies 25-1 on Saturday with 13 runs coming in the third inning. The Rockies still managed to win the series, bouncing back on Sunday to win 4-3. They were outscored 32-12 in this series. That's the second most run differential for a winning team in Major League Baseball history. And in the NBA, Timberwolves center Nas Reed re-signed with the team on a three-year $42 million deal. Reed is a former undrafted player. He's coming off his best season where he averaged 12 points and five rebounds in just 18 minutes per game. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. 
Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it truck month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to 7500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebates. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2000 off in stock units. Why shop a minefield of questionable used cars? Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey. To our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with approved credit. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm Arkansas Attorney Stan Miller with Pinnacle Global. If you're an Arkansas business owner or nonprofit, call us to see if you qualify for the Employee Retention Tax Credit. I'm an Arkansas business owner just like you. I partnered with local qualified CPAs, and we provide a detailed legal opinion for each ERTC client. Let us help you get the money you deserve. Visit us at pgwealthconsulting.com or call us 501-352-9497. That's 501-352-9497. It's the Ranger and Mercury Firecracker Blowout Sale. Going on now at all six Bradford Marina Day TV statewide locations. Check out the Regency 230 LE3 Sport with 250 Mercury Verado and get up to $10,000 in savings. Or try the Ranger 520R with Mercury 250 Pro XS and up to $5,000 inflation discount. And a free cover on the spot financing. Buy today, play today. Available now up to July 4th at all six Bradford Marina ATP statewide location. Your authorized Ranger dealer. It's just an acre for my friends down at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. And if you are in the market for a handgun and don't want to break the bank, then listen up. Max Prairie Wings has got you covered with the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic. The Stoger STR9 9mm is packed with features you'd expect in a pistol costing twice as much. With its integrated rail, internal safety, reversible magazine release, optimized slide serrations, three-dot sight system, and enhanced ergonomics, you can count on consistent performance every time. And the best part... The Stoger STR 9 9mm is available in 17-round, 15-round, and 13-round models for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate. That's right. You won't find a better review, better quality, or a better price. Check out the Stoger STR 9 9mm for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate at maxpw.com or in-store at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, and that is just the tip of the iceberg of all the great deals they have. So go by and see my friends in Stuttgart, or go to their website, maxpw.com. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquis7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Don't need Welcome back to Chanel Country Club. It is the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame Golf Tournament. Uh, Coach DeBrian joining us here in a few minutes. He's uh, overdoing another radio show right now, so uh, as soon as he gets done, we'll get him to slide on down and talk a little baseball with us. You want to see if Jake is still there? It shows he's still on the Sure. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I haven't been looking at the call board. What's up, Jake? Oh, it's all right, Wes. I just was waiting for you to grab another random person to interview him, and then what's called for, dude? <laughs> it's a joke, man. It's a joke. I'm just playing. <laughs> I got you. I'm laughing. Hey, I got a question. I actually got a question, and it's, uh, I didn't know if this was for Acre or not, but you guys may be able to answer this. Who controls the content? I know this is an ESPN-affiliated station, so who controls the content on the weekend that is not Buzz programming? How does that work? And here's my reason. Let me explain to you, okay? By the way, good morning from Charlotte, North Carolina. I am. I, I was running my rig out here yesterday, listening to the World Series, ecstatic that it was on the buzz app. In the middle of the third inning, it all of a sudden switched over to the World Air Hockey Championships from 2021. Hello, ESPN, the Ocho, where a sport is, where, where it's almost a sport, it's on the Ocho. How did that even happen? I, I like, I am, I, I, I was dumbfounded. I was like, this is the only thing going on today. 
and I'm sitting here listening to it on the Buzz app. In the middle of the third inning, you go to the 2021 Air Hockey Championship. How, can you guys explain that to me? I have no. I don't know how content works and stuff with the, you know, you guys being ESPN or whatever. But I would have thought they would have carried the. I mean, it was the only thing happening yesterday. And then also, are you guys going to? And then I switched over to ESPN two to try to try to follow it, and they were covering the Travelers game. So I, I guess my question is: number one, how did that happen? Number two, who controls that content and why? And number three, are you guys going to be carrying the game tonight so I can listen? Well, out here in North Carolina. And uh, as always, dude, I love the show and I love you guys. Uh, I, that really frustrates me, though. I was, yeah, yeah. So if you guys could answer that for me, I'd appreciate it, man. Well, it Christian? looks like we were uh, we were supposed to air it all by looking at the logs and stuff like that. I, I don't know what happens. Sometimes there's a glitch in the matrix and ESPN messes up and fires something else that's not supposed to be playing and maybe somebody didn't catch it but it looks like tonight we are playing game three of the college world series on 106.7 buzz two starting at six so hopefully the air hockey championships do not come on then could it be an app issue it could have been an app issue yes i i don't know i I never turned on the ra- I never left the house yesterday afternoon, so I, I don't know um, if if it was on uh, 103.7 or if it was just on the app or on the website. And that's a Justin Acre issue, yes. I mean, if you, any complaints like that, definitely an, a Justin Acre issue. Email him, Justin, at 1037thebuzz.com. Any issues like that, any complaints, programming. Content. Any any little detail at all, just email us. Yes. Yeah. Email Justin at 1037thebuzz.com. And especially this week while he's off. And if he doesn't answer the first day, I'd email him again the next day until he did answer you while he's on vacation. I highly encourage it, actually. Justin at 1037thebuzz.com. Zone question of the day. Who wins the uh, College World Series tonight, Florida or or LSU? Right now, uh, we are sitting at Florida with 53% of the vote. Starting to run away with it. LSU. (laughs) Yeah, 53%, 47%. Got another uh, big-timer joining us now. Buck James, new head coach of the uh, Conway Wampus Cats. We talked to him a couple weeks ago, and now he's uh, been there for a while. A good, what, three weeks, month? Yeah, 11 days. 11 days, officially. <laughs> officially. Yeah, uh, Madison came and caught up with you on your, you weren't even officially on the payroll. You were no, just watching. still not. Still not. I've still not. Not till July 1st. You, you haven't cashed that first contract no, check yet, huh? I have not. Wow, okay. Uh, how is it now? Well, it's uh, it's been like drinking water out of a fire hose, to be honest with you. Still, I, you know, I, well, I, you know, I'm somebody ought to turn that down for you well, a little bit should, by now. It should happen like that, but you know, I went to a, a, t- a two t- two seven sevens and a team camp, and you know, I've learned a few of the players, and but uh, you know, we played a, a seven seven against Bryant, and I knew every guy on the other team, and didn't know very many on the team that I was coaching, and that's been uh, tough to do, but uh, you know, I expect when we get back from dead period, it'll be a lot better. Got a good quarterback, Amolo. I remember him from last year. He's a winner, you know, and he's very accurate. Uh, he's very creative. He has a great uh, uh, way of seeing things before it happens. Uh, he has a, a lot of ability, uh, you know, and he's been fun to coach. He seems to be a really good kid, too. What about in the trenches where you love those guys? You have size? Yeah, we have size, and actually they're young. Uh, you know, they're not uh, guys with a lot of experience. Uh, uh, I think we have a one or two that played a lot last year that came coming back, but uh, really a good-looking young group of guys. And, uh, you know, we'll be big up front. Uh, you know, we just got to get stronger and uh, a lot more athletic. But uh, I like those kids. Uh, they've been working hard. Uh, uh, you know, they, they seem to be a good group of kids. And, and what I know of them is they've got a lot of potential. Conway always has athletes uh, and speed. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like one of their better ones, Boogie Carr. I think he got he's gone, right? Didn't he go? Yeah, unfortunately, he is. But fortunately, he was too. But uh, <laughs> he uh, he was a great player. You know, they've had they've had somebody 
that you just or you know give you nightmares about every year that I've ever yeah. coached against them. They have great players. You know, I think the big thing for Conway is to get over the hump of winning a big game, uh, uh, doing something that uh, you know uh, uh, will identify who they are and uh, give them a chance to uh, uh, take the next step. I, you know, I think in '94 they went to the state championship game and got beat against Pine Bluff, and I think before that it's been uh, you know uh, a long time. I think in the '70s since the, the last wow. time they've uh, played for state championship, and so uh, I think they won one in the in the middle '70s or something, or maybe late '60s. Uh, but um, I need to polish up my history on it for sure. But uh, they just need to get over the hump. They need to win the big game, and uh, it's something that uh, uh, that's that's what our goal is to do. That when uh, you look at your non-conference schedule, is there somebody there that can help you uh, with maybe getting over the hump? Some an experience that they can get there. Well, we open up with Bentonville, and that ought to be enough. I mean, you know, they're very good. Uh, uh, we play Washita Parish out of Louisiana. You know, Conway's sort of in the same boat we were in Bryan. It's hard to find games, and uh, but Bentonville's going to be a big test uh, for sure. And then I think they the second game is against uh, Springdale, and then uh, play Washita Parish, and then we get into the tough fight in the Seven May Central. And uh, but I think Bentonville will be a, a, a great test every year, and uh, you know. I'm glad we're getting to play those guys. See, uh, two state championships for Conway, 64 and 67. Uh, I don't have the, just the last, uh, not you know, a championship game appearance without winning. Uh, I said right here, last uh, outright conference title was 2014. So it's been uh, uh, been a while, but they're always there. And uh, I even think of the Peyton Hillis years and right. uh, back in the like oh four oh five oh something right in there. That Wardlow and, and yeah. Shockley and all the guys. That, I mean, they've had great players over the years, and you know I, they've, they're going to continue to have great players. It's a great community. It's a it, it's a football town. I think that uh, you know the the chances of it being really good. Uh, uh, are, are, are through the roof. I think it has. I think it has potential. I didn't leave a place that's won 54 games in a row and five state championships to go to a place I didn't think could be successful. I, I really believe it can, and uh, you know I don't believe it's going to be easy. I don't believe it's uh, you know going to be the path of resistance that uh, everybody thinks it's going to be. But I think it's something that will give us an opportunity to you know uh, make make some noise. And I think uh, as soon as we get to, to work and do they'll do some of those things. I think. Uh, you know the opportunities are high. Getting blown up here, uh, coach speak. Coach speak. Ask him a hard question. Ten wins, nine wins, fourteen wins. There, there, there wasn't. A... Well, I think I, you know from. And this is not coach speak. I just hope we beat everybody that we're better than. Uh, you know, that's that's the key to a, mar- a good team is beating the people as good as you are and the people that are better. And uh, you know, if we can do that, then we got a chance to to be good. I, you know, I. I hate to set uh, expectations on those guys and tell them what I think we can do, but I think that we ought to be one of the best teams in the conference uh, year in, year out, regardless of it. I think we ought to be one of the top teams in the state, and I won't think any different than that uh, in the rest of my coaching career. I believe this is an opportunity of a lifetime to to be able to do this. Uh, You know, I don't want to be compared to what I did at Bryant or what I did at Camden Fairview or what we did at Monticello or Star City. I think this is a new opportunity, and it's an opportunity that I'm excited about. I think, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. It's just it's not going to be as easy as people think it is. I'm not going to walk in there, one guy, and change it immediately. If I do that, I wouldn't be in Conway High School. I'd probably be somewhere where they paid a lot more money. And in the NFL, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Coach, thank you. It's good to catch back hey, up with thanks you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Bob James joining us. We'll take a break. When we come back, started, you can probably tell it's getting a little louder here. Uh, more and more guys are starting to check in. And uh, we'll, we'll see Cliff Harris, the Hall of Famer. Pro Football Hall of Fame. He does not have a gold jacket on. Uh, Matt, his son, Matt Harris, just came by. DJ Williams is here. And uh, Coach DeBrian taking a selfie. So we'll see if we can get one of these guys when we come back. Stick around. You're in the zone. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. It's time to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors with a new boat, motorcycle, personal watercraft, or RV. Alcoa Community FCU has low-rate fun loans. Apply securely for your fun loan online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. The Out of Bounds Hotline is presented by Jones & Son Diamond & Bridal Fine Jewelry. 
At Jones & Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry, they get their diamonds at the exact same place as the large national online retailers. But you pay less at Jones & Son. They have the quality selection and experience to make your jewelry shopping and purchase the way it should be. AAA Trophy Mart is Central Arkansas's awards superstore. Come get fast, friendly service and see our beautiful and spacious showroom. Safely located at 9914 Interstate 30. Easy in, easy out. Or shop online at AAATrophyMart.net. That's AAA Trophy Mart. We will save you money. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado and its TurboMax engine. Delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? Oh, no way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Those of us old enough to remember the UCLA dynasty of John Wooden still marvel at those legendary teams that won 10 national championships in just 12 years. Don't look now, folks, but Patty Gasso's OU Sooners are achieving something similarly scintillating. They just set a record by winning 53 straight games on their way to a third straight national championship in softball, making it five of the last seven. Sometimes it's difficult to appreciate greatness until it's gone, but Sooner softball is adding to the legend annually. Also adding to the legend is Doublebees, an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. Are you looking for a great place to work? Go to Doublebees.com and apply online and become part of the team. Doublebees where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acre and Wes Moore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Oh, we're going to keep it rolling. Norm DeBryan joins us now. Coach, welcome to The Zone. How are you? Good. Wes, it's uh, good to see you again. It's great to be in the Let me pull. I'm going to work on that mic. Huh. Try again. Does that work? Oh, it would help if I turned the right one on. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you sat in a different seat. You're like in the co-host seat. I hadn't had anybody sitting next to me. I like that. Right. But I was telling you, you don't want to sit in that seat with your backs to everybody walking in. You never know what kind of person walks in this place and <laughs> you can't see them. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's start the conversation with tonight. Who you got, LSU or Florida? I would bet LSU uh, just because of Skeens. Uh, they're both talented, uh, both clubs. I mean, the uh, the World Series has been amazing. I mean, great games. I mean, talent, um, incredible talent on all the teams. And so some very good games. It's really been a good uh, and now this championship series going to the third game, that's kind of a big deal. The wind has been blowing in there in, in, in Omaha. And you, you saw it for a couple of games. They showed the flags. I mean, straight in from center field. I think of it as a golfer. When I get on the tee box and that wind's straight into my face, it messes with me. It messes with my swing. You know, they, they tell you to swing softer and try to keep the ball low. and it, I always screw up. I, I just hate hitting into the wind. Is it the same for a batter? with the wind blowing in? Does it mess with the swing and their mentality? You know, that's a good point. I'm, you know, I think some people it probably affects more than others just because of the makeup. Um, you know, you take a guy like a Kevin McReynolds who will be here in a, in a little bit. I mean, I don't think anything <laughs> messes with him. I mean, he just, I mean, he's so solid, you know, his his makeup. And, uh, you know, so uh, wind can be a factor, though. There's no doubt about it. I mean, both both offensively and defensively. 
you know. So. Well, yesterday the wind started blowing out, and yeah. it was howling out about 20 miles per hour. Yeah. And you saw, I mean, some wind aided home runs, but I think it just loosened some of the guys up. It, yeah. it just looked like they were free swinging. And then after they hit a couple, you know, Katie barred the doors. Yeah. They, they they had it going. Yeah, they really they really did. And uh, and Florida's talented. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Florida won tonight, but uh, just looking at LSU, and I think I know just have seen them more on TV and so forth. And, uh, you know, I just like their lineup. I mean, boy, they can all swing the bats. And they're, you know, you got a guy like Cruz. He's the um, Golden Spikes winner. I mean, you know, so he's probably a number one or a number two, probably a number two pick in the draft. And their pitcher's number one. So, anyway. How would you handle Paul Skeens tonight? You know, uh, he's got three days of rest. He'd be going on the fourth day. In high school, you do that. That's your rotation. Um, you know, so it wouldn't surprise me to see them start start him. Um, if I was coaching them, depending on the number of pitches, um, you know, that he has thrown in the previous games, which we know, you know, the, the pitch count is up there. And so maybe you start somebody else and you bring him in with runners on base, get you out of a situation, and then all of a sudden, how did that work? And then go with him the next inning. I mean, you might see that kind of mid, mid guy, mid reliever type guy, depending on how the score, how the game goes. Yeah, to me, if you don't start him, you've got to you got to use him in a pickle, you know, in a jam. Because I've heard some talk of maybe he's your closer tonight. Yeah, and I'm like, well, what if you don't need a closer? What yeah. if what if you get blown out like last night? Yeah, and you're sitting there with one big bullet in your, yep. in your gun that you never used. Yep, yep. Good, great point. And and all. All the marbles are on the table tonight, and so uh, that's a, that's a great point. That's why you, you you're going to use him for sure. What's the pressure like tonight in a game like this? You know, um, you know. I think the focus for, from the coaches and the individual players, they'll just be focused on the pitch and and not the outcome, not to get. You know, the cart before the horse, you know, so to speak. So um, uh, I, I look for really a good ball game. You just got to simplify the moment. Exactly, exactly. That's, you know, and guys that can do that. I mean, some people, just like we talked about the wind with the makeup, you know, some do a better job than that than others, and uh, uh, that uh, that's huge. Yeah. We're gonna have to get our golf in pretty quick so we can be yeah. watching this it's right. right, exactly. I don't want to be still out on the yeah. course. Yeah, I want to be inside there, and hopefully we got a TV going while yeah. they're handing out, <laughs> handing us our prizes for winning this thing, and yeah. uh, then uh, we can watch some baseball too. Right. Coach, thank you. It was good catching up with you. Good Good to see you, Wes. You're doing good. Thank you. Just just old. (laughs) Norm DeBryan joining us. When we come back in hour number three, we'll uh, grab some of these other uh, Hall of Famers. We'll get Cliff Harris on here and uh, catch up with him. And I'm looking around, seeing who we got. More and more guys coming in. Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame Golf Tournament at Chennault Country Club. Uh, Also, we got to do some birthdays. We don't. I say we get to do some birthdays. We get to do some birthdays. We get to do some entertainment news. And uh, we'll uh, have more from the uh, Chanel Country Club and the Hall of Fame. When we come back, hour number three, right ahead. You're in the zone. AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID-era loans and leases. Don't wait for AI to go 